0: street fighters welcome to the show it's wednesday night time for a street fight and we're here once again to help you get through the week to provide some entertainment so kick back and relax you know get crated and faded it's street fight brian and i will be yelling at each other tonight and you're welcome to listen along uh this is the basement show the one that we started out doing ages ago and On Sunday nights, we do our call-in show. That's 9 p.m. to midnight, so you can watch us either way you like us. Uh, We're live streaming on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. We're Street Fight WCRS on every social media platform except for Twitch, where we're Street Fight Radio. Uh, So jump in wherever you can. Spread this mess across the U.S. We absolutely appreciate it. We're also doing a uh, we're doing a pre-order for a badass fucking skull t-shirt. It says Street Fight Radio in a very heavy metal font, and it has a big-ass skull, the one from the metal zine. Brought to you by an obelisk on Instagram. Uh, Dan, a good friend of ours, did some amazing artwork. So all month long, we're taking pre-orders for that. That's the way to get it. I'm going to try to get as many extras as I can, but it's it's not a guarantee, so please consider heading over to store.streetfightradio.com to pre-order your t-shirt now. And if you don't have the $25 for a t-shirt, we're offering a $10 discounted version. I've got like 40 t-shirts that are prepaid. So if you're if things are a little tight and you still want a Street Fight shirt, we got you hooked up. All right. It's $10 to get that plus shipping. Uh, so head to store.streetfightradio.com and secure one before the 31st.
1: What's up, dude? Not much, not much. Yeah, we. Uh, so what's uh, up?
0: Oh, I did um hollow. I did some autumn stuff today. Went ahead, went to the garden center. Spent like sixty dollars on stuff that just is going to rot and deteriorate. Deteriorate. Yeah, you know, flowers and stuff. I got some mums. I love mums.
1: No, Are milf, you? Um, do you're you like mums? big milf hunter? Get mm. it, mums. Sure, it was a big joke. I did. Yeah, though. you're
0: great. <laughs> professional.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know what mums are.
0: Mums that come out, they're like the only flower that lives in like this type of weather, I guess. But they're always out, and they're like yellow and burgundy and orange. And they're like the perfect fall flower. I'm real big into the uh, traditional stuff. Oh, my I, grandma always put her mums out, and they're like 50% off today. So we went and scooped them.
1: My wife does all the plant stuff in my house. I don't really pay attention to it at all. I like having them, and I like the way it looks, but I never... I never touch them or think about them or anything, but I do like them. I like having them. Yeah. You know, it's a real situation I have there.
0: We got our uh, pumpkins and stuff too. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to like, uh, how do you, I don't know what it's called. What what is it like when you sculpt them? When like you don't cut it all the way through, you just shave the skin off and do like a 3D sculpture. I'm going to try to do that this year.
1: I do not know, but I'm, I'm excited to see what you come up with.
0: It seems like a thing, it's like carving up a vegetable, and it could take probably 10 to 11 hours, and that is like kind of exciting to me, that I found this pumpkin, and it looks like brains, it's already kind of like a pinkish white color, and I want to just make it look like exposed brains on the top, so that's my plans.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything really happening, right? I lost my AirPods today. That sucks. So... That was shitty and I'm beating myself up about it. So I'm going to move quickly past that because it really bummed me out. Uh, but other than that, you know, just doing my regular old working every night, doing podcasts, you know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a real lunch bucket Joe kind of guy when it comes to that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Friday night, going to have a, a a movie night with the with the fam watching Borat because it comes out and... Uh, all three of the members of the Quinby household are big Borat fans, okay. so it's very exciting for us. We're we're pumped up. My daughter was just like, earlier today, Gwen was like, oh, it's so cool to have something funny happening. It seems like forever since something funny. I mean, she loved Cabin in the Woods, though, True. but in a very... St- you know i know she doesn't smoke weed but in a very stoner way she's like there's so many levels to it man yeah (laughs) but she laughed at that movie a lot but yeah she she really likes borat so you know it's one of those wonderful parts of having a teenager that you get to have movie nights and actually watch movies that you find good
0: yeah yeah that is nice i'm looking forward to that
1: because i've been going crazy about hocus pocus (laughs) i hate that movie i'm so sick and fucking tired of that movie i mean you way too much can't do
0: that it's gonna be here every year i know more it's like so set in stone it's a regular tradition i have trouble with it too
1: yeah yeah it's just i i don't like movies in that way where they can become a tradition for me you know i
0: like tradition i i like watching movies I mean, they I mean, can't,
1: they can't become a tradition for me. I want new stuff every year. If I'm going to watch a Christmas movie, I want it to be a new Christmas movie about, I don't know, some new Christmas thing, you know, about Krampus about Kramp- I Well, I'm not going to watch Krampus now.
0: That's a good movie.
1: Okay. Well, maybe I'll check out I'll Krampus. Krampus. Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like, we burned up all the family movies at the beginning of the month. We did like Hocus Pocus, Beetlejuice and Adam's Family like in the first week and it was like, "Oh man, we have to find other stuff now."
1: Too legit. The Adams Family.
0: Too legit, the Adams Family. Too
1: legit. I like that part. That like that the, did you watch Adam's Family Values or just Adam's Family?
0: Adam's Family, the animated new one. Yeah. Um so That has the uh it has the uh migo's song at the end
1: oh oh you watch the cartoon one. i'd rather have a uh a live action one again you know get some actors some work
0: they're good i mean they're still good mamushka is still a funny-ass joke
1: yeah yeah um so the first story i want to do tonight was is out of ohio and it's something that really freaks me out but it's also something that i think highlights a sort of hypocrisy And that is... An Ohio Public School has been giving students extra credit for watching videos from Prager a a right-wing website Oof. that produces clips of talking heads such as Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro discussing conservative viewpoints, Huff post has learned. The Prager U videos with titles such as Build the Wall, Why the Right Was Right, and The Left Ruins Everything were assigned to, to a 10th grade history class at Mommy e. High School, along with a series of questions about the video's most important messages. Now a question that I have would obviously be, are they watching left videos and being able to, uh, uh discern which ones have messages that they agree with? I think not. I,
0: I, no. I would
1: guess not.
0: No, I mean, I mean, that's a fair situation
1: because no. a leftist video would get them in trouble. The teacher yeah. would get in a lot more trouble than a Prager U video, where yes, some lib parents are going to get mad, but they're just going to chalk them up to being like, uh, you know, squishy. crazy libs. Too you know, squishy. oh, they can't handle it. They can't have it in there. Number two, conservatives are so worried that teachers are fucking hypnotizing their children that it's like, Uh, but they're the ones trying it. They're the ones that want to do it. You know, they're the ones that'll bring it in. And, and, and the problem with this is that kids see any adult as a voice of authority. Yeah. And so you show them a Prager U video with Candace Owens or somebody in it, and they think they're seeing an educational video. They don't know that it's ideology. Yeah. You know,
0: and this is the beginning of I mean, the downfall of all of all society is um, once you say, shouldn't we cons we need to consider what conservatives think? Yes. Like this is this is the beginning of that where you're like, OK, I'm a kid. And from my perspective, we should help everybody and no one should go hungry. And anybody that takes too much is a greedy asshole. This is Prager U steps in to to tell them otherwise you know to to try to to let them know that like how the real world is you know that's that's what i feel that <clears throat> what well, they're trying to get at is uh you know you can't just get by on good feelings and helping people
1: kids are also susceptible to that message more than anything young boys yeah. i would say yeah. more than young young girls but young boys are very susceptible to the every man for himself right. uh darwinian i mean we're all that's what they do we're all you know every guy that i know went through that phase you know every guy that i know personally obviously there's people that listen to this show that were you know left when they were in high school which is really commendable but i know that like i i believed like the kind of stuff that Prager you would say, I, I, I believe that if you were in jail, that maybe you shouldn't have broke the law. I believed all that stuff. I didn't understand how the world worked.
0: Yeah, it's you get in this thing. It's like, well, what about someone says, it's their right not to wear a mask and they don't want to do it, and they believe that they shouldn't? It's like. Oh, I guess we have to take them into consideration instead of following the best practices or science. Like, I guess instead of like inject, instead of taking care of low level employees, I guess we should consider the, the rich people that say we should all be left on our own to die on our own hills, you know? Yeah.
1: And I mean, I think it's even hideous that these, 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 and you're right. They're doing it under the guise that the right wing doesn't have a voice in schools already, but I tend to feel like all institutions are to some extent conservative. You know, when I was work, when I was going to OSU in the sociology department, I found the sociology department to be pretty conservative. Now that doesn't mean the same thing that conservatives think conservatism mean. It just means that they were very much like, We don't want to make statements that are not totally rooted in, like, all of this, you know, uh, rooted in theory or in all of this stuff. We want to make sure that, you know, and it's science, so it makes sense. They are collecting data and, and counting it and stuff. But the difference between... A left person who is working in sociology and collecting data and, and interpreting the data and, and looking at the statistics is that a right wing person can just say,
0: yes, <laughs> like, well, I don't believe that. They can just appeal no. to the emotions. Yeah, they can just I mean, no. They constantly win by saying, well, I mean, your data may say this or that, but I just saw somebody the other day getting a free ride, you yeah. know? You know, and and then and then all of a sudden we're spending all of our time it's like how do we stop one person from getting a free ride on this thing? You know, wh- wh- while yeah. the conductor steals from all of us.
1: Yes. So PragerU has started a push to get their videos shared in K through 12 schools. And this is going to Sorry. come under the guise again that schools are already communist hotbeds yes and that this is just balance well, and you're not going to get our side of the story
0: well, this is also i mean this is also like like we said with the beginning of the online school programs and digital academies and all of this is that the right wing has prepared all of the informational material already they have programs together to convince people to not think in a in a type of a leftist community type way. Like they they are already doing all of the work to reeducate people into not thinking these things, you know, and and they are way ahead of us. Like they, they are. I definitely under think that PragerU, it makes sense that they would go into this. It's smart. I mean, you can see it from a mile away that they were going to just try to infect themselves into all parts of education.
1: Well, the school side of this also was that they could uh, they could put opposing the, the. they let the student include viewpoints from the opposite side. Bullshit. So you could disagree
0: but, but with the, it? What's, it's school. It's yeah. school. You go there and someone's in charge. The teacher's in charge. And so when the teacher puts something in front of you to consider, they rubber stamp that and say, This is important information for you to consider. Yes. And if they neglect to present, that other side, if all they say is you're allowed to talk back to the teacher, that's nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: that's nothing.
1: The conservative movement seems to have figured out that they can't get young people, you know, that, that their problem is like creating a younger generation. They've seen that younger people tend to lean more even socialist now than they did in the past, you know, and that they have to get them when they're kids now. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's going to work, but who knows what kind of slick thing they can come up with that will work and it will peel off some kids. Again, I think young boys are very susceptible to capitalism, basically, to learning about capitalism and feeling like that survival of the fittest and that markets will decide everything. Yeah.
0: In third grade, if you tell the most popular boy in class that uh, this is all down to his own like grit and determination, then I think he's going to run with that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, We believe that students deserve a balanced presentation of context. Content dis- district superintendent Kramer said when asked if the school can condo- condone use of PragerU materials, "We support our educators in using a variety of instructional tools and materials. We expect our educators to exercise good judgment and trust our students, parents, and community to engage our staff in conversations about our instructional methods and the materials being used if they feel the need to do so. The incident, he said, has led to an internal conversations focus on ensuring we are presenting content." Through through a a wide variety of balanced materials
0: it's even i mean like like the the in the middle of the night when i want to make political change and i feel absolutely hopeless of doing so i oftentimes remind myself that like if any left-wing organization gets strong enough to make change they get murdered yes yeah
1: you're totally fucking
0: right about that you know, you can't run your mouth. You can't get serious. You can't get too serious on the left because they, the government will fucking murder you for it. And, and the people that, and there's going to be a you person, you know, uh, go, getting extra time in class because these leftists were making a big hubbub and before they got murdered.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then 50 years down the road, they were like, Oh, actually, yeah. That was a good person. We shouldn't have killed them. Right. You know, they they always come back to it because we're always right in the end. Yeah. You know, every time in the end, we're looked down upon better. Um. So that's a sad story. Now I'm going to do a little thing that uh, I think could be a little bit fun for us, Brett.
0: Okay. Because
1: we haven't done.
0: I mean, I, need a l- I need more than a little bit.
1: No, I'm gonna give you just a little bit. No, of I need fun. a lot of bit of fun. So uh uh I'm gonna play a little music here.
0: Oh, let me get mine. And uh
1: we're gonna get in here and we're gonna talk about some uh we're gonna talk about some shit. You know? We're gonna. What do you got?
0: Ooh, entertainment
1: tonight. We got some entertainment news this week. We never do this right we're doing entertainment news a little bit of entertainment news from from the boys hot topics hot topics and entertainment and celeb news wow we'll fade that out a little all right and uh let's move into the first story and this is about joe buck and troy aikman
0: oh god (gasps)
1: I think I saw this. Yeah, military flyovers can be awe-inspiring to watch and are practically tradition at many sporting events. But you can count on broadcasters... You. You can count broadcasters Troy Aikman and Joe Buck among those seemingly not impressed with them. The so pair are in hot water after a hot mic picked them up, apparently criticizing and mocking the display of jets flying over Raymond James' studio in Tampa prior to the Green Bay Packers-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game on Sunday.
0: Just to catch everybody up, Troy Aikman, uh, quarterback of the Cowboys from like the legendary team back in the 90s. Very
1: square-jawed man.
0: very Very well, handsome. Just... Pinnacle of football player looks.
1: Yeah, he does. He he looks like what I think Johnny Unitas looks like, yep. but I don't know what Johnny Unitas looks like.
0: Right. Yeah. He's like a full color version of Johnny Unitas.
1: My dude is 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 American as an American could be. Yes. And that's that's really what we're getting at. When he
0: smiles, it should be a Ford truck in his grill. Like right. A, yeah.
1: Yeah. He has American flag colored eyes. Yes. His eyes are just flags. The pupils. <laughs>
0: Joe Buck. Um. Also. Uh, I don't know him. I just know people hate him, and I have an affinity for him because I know he's he likes to say stuff, I think, to make people mad.
1: Well, Joe Buck is a, a baseball commentator and okay. a football commentator. His dad is a legendary one, was a legendary one, and he died, and people generally hate Joe Buck because he's got kind of a snide way of talking, it sounds like, and because he has, you know, we all assume he got the job from his dad, which chances are. You yeah, that just,
0: yeah. No, that's the easiest way to get a job. I, I watched a racing documentary recently, and uh, they were like, "Carlos Sainz Jr. is uh, driving, you know, driving a McLaren Formula One car." His father, Carlos Sainz, is a legendary race car driver. Yeah, it's like that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. We
0: gotta make our like, you know what? I'm looking at my daughter. I'm looking at your daughter. They just gotta do podcasting. Like, I that's know. The easiest that's all they way can do. Out. They're gonna try to do anything else, but they just have they know how to talk shit. They've heard us complain and talk and bloviate for long enough. That's what they're gonna do. They
1: can do comedy too. It's so
0: easy to just take that path. Like, why if your dad's a race car driver, it's like, I'll just do race cars. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna go punch a clock anywhere else. I'm just gonna drive race cars. They have
1: a setup already. Our daughter's have a setup a studio they got a tv studio for christ's sake like they can already just do it
0: you're at the dinner table you're joe buck you have a drumstick in your hand you're like hi this is joe buck coming to you with the, <laughs> the world class finals this week we've got a big lineup and you're just practicing in front of your fucking dad he's like yeah do that then we just be a chair jockey your entire life
1: yeah you don't have to go to a real job No, if you figure that out uh so this is what you're gonna says. play it Oh, I can play it. Describe it or play it. Let's play it. I
0: love the. I I did watch the video. I know this one. Uh, this week it it. Sometimes I just shy away from the internet, but I checked in, and this video was there, and it was like 15 seconds of joy, and then it was just made me happy, and I was able to leave.
1: Let's hear these guys talk.
0: That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little (laughs) flyout. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work.
1: I love that he did it in announcer voice. He's
0: joking around. They think they're cut off. Yeah,
1: they're having a good time. Yeah,
0: he knows what he's doing. He's he's fucking having a good time. It's funny, man. Like, you have to have those, like, you know, these people know what they're doing at the end of the day. I think that's what makes them mad, and that's what we've, like, kind of tapped into with our show and with Twitter and everything is, like, these people know they're working for the wrong things. They know that they're doing like evil shit, but you know, they just have to be laugh about it. Well, and it's also true that like, this is
1: an astounding waste of money. Yes. Nobody gives a shit about it. He
0: does it. That's it. Like we, we see it once a year when a Twitter person makes a commentary about it. He goes to every single game and watch them drive a jet. And then at the end of the night, he's having a glass of fucking brandy and he's like, you know what, they probably burned like a few thousand pounds of fuel today. Like, did they need to do that or not? Yeah, it's
1: all, It's very funny to think about, like, these guys even being out on it, you know? And everybody's also, in. I think nobody knows. I think everybody's out. I mean, I think that, like, if you went and asked 100 people, 99 of them would probably say, yeah, we should do the flyovers. But if you then didn't do the flyovers ever again, nobody would give a shit. No, and either. nobody would call and nobody would say
0: anything. Yeah, it would be one guy just saying, remember, they used to do flyovers.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's more.
0: Uh. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden. today. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now, partner.
1: <laughs> I don't know now, partner. I don't know. He's, he's I even I gotta. I gotta look at the <laughs> article though, because like I'm trying to even figure out if Troy Aikman with if that was a shoot with Troy Aikman. You know what was Troy Aikman talking? It's
0: a funny joke. I, I mean, I, I think it's I, trying to. I mean, like you know, on re- in regular life. Not for the people that are this deep. Joe Biden Kamala Harris ticket is a hippie dippy ticket. It's a Black Lives Matter ticket, you know. They think yeah. they're just saying like you're not gonna be able to burn all this gas with the hippies in charge.
1: Yeah, yeah. But is is Troy Aikman a guy that like is worried about that? You know, he's think, just joking around with Joe Buck, you know, is Troy Aikman, a, a, a Biden voter or a Trump voter?
0: I think he's a guy that likes to burn gasoline and he knows that things will be different based upon how the vote goes. So you think <laughs> he's a Trump voter? He, he'll never say it because he's on football. You sure. can't. You can't do
1: that if you're on football. I mean, he's probably already in trouble for saying it because he's on football. You can't do political opinions on football. That's just they don't want that there. They've they've had enough of politics after Colin Kaepernick. You know, it's unclear whether Eggman and Buck are against the flyovers or are mocking critics who oppose them. Fox Sports did not immediately respond to a request for comment from CNN. That's also a good point. Joe Buck could have also been mocking people that are against them. But I would lean more towards he's mocking the jet fuel. But it, that's an interesting wrinkle in well the entertainment story. Here, let, let me, me.
0: And I'm going to say this, um, just because me and you, uh, you know, for a lot of people, tax season was earlier this year. But for those of us that have to make payments on our taxes, we push it until the very end. And October 15th was the last tax day for people that owe. And I think that like Troy Aikman is a person that owes and that feels every single time they pay their taxes, you know, and they know it's what it, they know what it's going for. Oh, like I feel, I, I don't know. I think for me, it's there. There's a point where you think that someone gets to a level of celebrity or success or something, and they're so insulated. But I think that it really humanizes them in a way to understand that they, in the deep back part of their mind are regular from the dirt people that know this is all silly and stupid, even if that's how they butter their bread.
1: Right. They know it's goofy at least that they're flying jets over football games.
0: They're people that are in charge of a couple hundred thousand dollars. And they're like, if I had a couple hundred thousand dollars, I wouldn't spend it on fuel for a fucking airplane to drive by. It's not the game. You know, it's not worth it. And it is propaganda. I don't know. I doubt they were making like a barb at propaganda, but they are just part of the, the. they are part of society that has been inundated with flyover after flyover after flyover. And once you get to your hundredth flyover, you're like, I mean, I've seen planes before, you know, like, and- well, who am I? Am I eight? Like, am I a five year old? <laughs> like the the game has been so dumbed down, where they they do everything to not make it about the game. They do dances, T shirts, prizes. Everything else except for the fucking game. They just want, they have a, a rib shack there. They have an oyster bar. They have a dance club. They have a Victoria's Secret. Like all of these stadiums have become places for anything but the game. These are people that just want to watch fucking football and, and getting in the way of that is a gigantic military procession every single time.
1: Right. So the military is like, Flyovers at community events are flown in conjunction with pre-scheduled training missions or other skills training missions Bullshit. at no additional cost to the no. government.
0: The truth is though, that's not true. That it ar- costs money. Yeah. It came out years ago. They said that the, the NFL was spent spending almost a million dollars or more on these on having military fucking, uh, what are the ceremonies at their fucking events right right? and
1: I, i i just don't think i care if the military like i i don't think first of all i think this is from this happened because of the nurses thing right when the nurses were asking for ppe we were asking for any help under covid and we still are we're begging for help and uh a jet flew they did flyovers instead and this is where this came from where people are like okay you don't have to fly over in a fucking fighter jet right. we're not 4-year-olds you know send us money we need help the fucking communities are dying
0: yeah you know the businesses around here are closing people are desperate as hell people are getting stabbed around me all the time i don't need a, a show of military might to make me feel good at night
1: yeah yeah they were only t- they were only at 25 percent capacity anyway so they flew those jets over for, for a couple thousand people yeah. maybe maybe which is ridiculous you know with it stop it with the jets
0: this is where i want man like i just I, I really would love to have them go sit in a chair and just have to do a podcast it's weird that like Podcasting became a big thing, but mainstream media shied away from 90 minute conversations. And that I would love to hear them try to fight their way out of this situation. Me too. I just want them to say, like, You know, I don't feel like we need to do this every time. I don't know what it's doing. It feels like the earth is dying and like burning fuel to do this is not important. You know, like I'm having all of these feelings. I would love to have, I would love to know what Troy Aikman and Joe Buck's feelings are more than anything. I mean,
1: I think one thing that makes me feel good about this is that like, it is very, I mean, for them, it's probably a really rough time. Because if you say anything cross toward the military... It's just it's not fun, that's not
0: the place i yeah. mean the, the you only make it there because you don't do stuff like this, yeah, and they thought their mics they were having fun like they they were they were doing what we all want to do, which is get a break from work and making a crass uncouth cynical joke i mean i don't even think job. it's crass
1: uncouth or cynical i don't think the it's, joke is cynical yeah or but that's because
0: we're all those things
1: i right i understand but the the joke really is true you know it's like why are we doing this it's really like, a question of like why is this happening what's the point of this what 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 is to be gained from a military flyover
0: nothing yeah, but, they're, but now management is mad that you're opening up cans of worms. Like, you're asking questions, you're creating problems. You were just supposed to do the show. Now you've created a problem.
1: You think these guys get suspended or something?
0: Uh, somebody in the chat said that Troy Aikman had to go on the news and, and apologize and say he respects America and stuff.
1: Ew, what? That, so he was, they were. They were fucking around. Oh, they yeah. they, they were weren't
0: having, being sarcastic.
1: They were they being. They know
0: what's what. Yeah. I mean, they know what the deal is. They 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 aren't NPCs. They are conscious actors. You know, like they. Yes. They are moving in a part of the world that gives them a lot of comfort and success and all of these things. But at the same time, they understand the costs in a way. Right. They've at least thought about it. Yeah. In a way, I mean, I know that jokes.
1: they, I know that both of those guys probably are worried about their jobs at this point. I think you know they—they're both guys that'll land on their feet. Like it's not like they don't have anything, but like those guys all work on like endorsements and like just being as middle of the road, boring as possible. But I think that that shows how the middle of the road has moved in In this kind of direction, to just be like we we're fed up with this shit. We're fed up with the military shit. We're fed up with the fucking cop shit. We're fed up with all of this stuff. Just fucking help people. We're tired of killing people. I I do feel like that like the 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 windows moving over to maybe people being a little less it, I don't know it feels I guess I feel like we live in the world I grew up in and not the world that like happened after 9-11 we live in the world where people are like ah fuck the army you yeah. know what I mean I don't. I ain't joining the army that's fucking dumb yeah. you know <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm here we'll play a little bit more of, of the theme music here and uh, I got another story uh, and you know I just like this song yeah This is the 80s version. All right. All right. Give it to us. The next story, the next celebrity story, Serge Tankian admits it's frustrating being politically opposite to System of a Down drummer, John Dolmayan. Uh, Yeah,
0: that could be an issue.
1: System of a down front man, Serge Tankian, has spoken of his frustration at being politically opposite to the band's drummer, John Dolmayan. Dolmayan has praised Donald Trump publicly on a number of occasions in recent months, saying that Trump is the most attacked president in history, yet the greatest friend to minorities back in June. Uh, He also criticized Democratic Party and Black Lives Matter movement in July, saying that the latter never wanted legitimacy and that it serves as a propaganda tool tool for the democrats
0: all right well i would i would kick them out of the band i would kick them out there are other people there too like i would i mean i think that
1: he's the drummer though and the drums and system of a down are kick ass
0: maybe i guess yeah
1: eating seed. that song where it's like and toxicity those drums are tight but there's more to this i'm not just let's let's speaking to forbes in a new interview Tankian said that he finds it frustrating that dolmayan Who is also his brother in law holds such different political views to his own. God
0: damn it. (laughs) This This is is a a bad idea from the start. (laughs) Yeah, this is a whole mess. I'm thinking, like, if I'm in a band and we have different points of view, just go separate ways. Yeah. I mean, there's just not, you could teach instruments. There's so many ways to turn former member of System of a Down into a regular paycheck. Yeah, but I mean,
1: These bands that are this old, a couple decades old, right? I don't think it's as easy as just kicking somebody out of the band. I don't, I I mean, I know that bands do it. Yeah. But fans don't, fans sometimes are a little finicky about that sort of thing. You know, if they kick out, if they kick out the drummer, you know, some fans could get very mad about that. Now, I would say that most, Uh, I can't even say that because I feel like system of a down is in the rage against the machine boat and that like most people don't get their politics anyway. You know, like Paul Ryan could be a System of a Down fan. Yeah. And not really know what their politics are saying. And them, even more I mean, than Rage Against the Machine, Rage I mean, Against the Machine says the words out loud, clear as day, so that you can understand what they're saying and people still don't get it.
0: I mean, I, I think that System of a Down, Rage Against the Machine, both bands that um, very much uh, sang music that was fighting against depression. Was pushing against uh, like an authoritarian agenda and trying to make uh, you know themselves heard and 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 to spread the 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 story of you know these marginalized voices. But you're right, conservatives consider themselves marginalized voices. Right, if you hear, they think that like they really are like I'm not allowed to. I like if I say I'm a Christian, people don't just immediately say so. Am I? Is that's bullshit.
1: Right. You can see yourself being a conservative who's like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. But
0: in that Because we're saying like worship Satan and have fun. And they're like, no, I won't have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I do the Lord's path. I won't do anything for joy.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think Rage Against the Machine is a lot more clear about where they're at because some of those that run forces are the same that burn crosses. It's pretty hard to misinterpret, right? To me, they're, System of a Down
0: though—they're trying to build a prison for you and me. True, uh, every prison single song. person, every single person from every walk of life. There's like really the only reason that someone isn't a System of a Down fan is they haven't heard System of a Down yet. That's true. Once they hear they're trying to build a prison for you and me, it comes clear. Like, you all feel like someone's trying... Like, we all feel that way. You
1: don't feel like a conservative could willfully, blindly have that viewpoint, too, though? No, that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm saying everyone oh. feels that way. I feel that I'm trying to be put in a prison because the world actually does put people like me in a prison for breaking <laughs> the law. They also... Like, that. That's that's really the... It makes me throw my hands in the air. I don't know what you can do with somebody that's like, they're going to throw me in jail for loving America, being Christian, and being straight. It's like, I you have everything. I don't know why you think that you're in trouble.
1: I think the thing that even confuses me more is that, like, Serge his brother-in-law his drummer like they haven't had conversations with each other to like discuss this How? stuff and surge
0: can't like move him on these issues i would have made him like i, I here's what i would have done i would hit you on the chest i would have been like dog i'm gonna make him so mad tonight he's gonna quit the band and i would do that every single weekend until he quit the band yeah like that would be the goal There would be no niceties. I don't know how you can keep someone like this around. You just have to, you have to go to the extreme until they're uncomfortable.
1: It's like a picture I took this weekend when I was out taking a walk with my wife. Oh my God, uh, I saw this bullshit. Okay. So there's this picture, uh, there's this house that's like two or three blocks away from me. And, uh, it was basically, uh, uh, had a Biden sign. It had the Biden nope sign with the hair on the word. No, nope. it's not a
0: Biden sign. It's just a nope sign.
1: <laughs> but it says Biden Harris. At oh, the does bottom it? Of it. Oh, yeah, know. it's a Biden sign. You buy it from their website.
0: Oh, I Biden
1: know. has a lot of stuff on their website that With, doesn't say without Biden. his name. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: for I know some of you aren't comfortable saying my name. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever you want. Get
1: yeah. Biden so, on instead. so then like as I'm as as I'm walking, I notice what there's a Trump sign there, too. So, uh, uh, then I noticed that there is a very wordy sign that so
0: there's four signs. signs five in- signs, five signs in front of this house.
1: There's one in the middle of those signs. There's a
0: Biden Harris and a Biden on one side. And then what's on the other side?
1: There is a Trump sign and I'm trying to find the picture of the, oh, here it is. There's a sign. <laughs> the husband spent more money on his signs. I'm going to say Not
0: money time.
1: Well, I mean... Aren't they handwritten? No, these are printed out. He got this from a sign store Oh god, I'm fairly certain I mean unless he owns the sign store I do live in a neighborhood where that's possible sure America does not need to see the tax return of a billionaire who became a public servant America needs to see the tax return of a public servants who became millionaires while being public servants can you use public servants a few more times but then in the middle of those four signs there's one that says wife and husband and that's in the handwriting and there's signs pointing arrows to there's arrows pointing to the other signs. And that's what this, this, this reminds me of that in a way where I think about like, how do you live with somebody that has totally opposite values of you? Or was this a thing that happened over time? Was this a thing that happened? Like, I don't know though, man, if my wife, I don't know, man, if my wife started to change in that way, I, I would, I would question what I'm doing there. You know what I mean? Just, it's hard to say, but it's like, I would really question her values at that point. And if they align with my values and that's my wife, you know, uh, this is just, this is a drummer and brother-in-law yes (laughs)
0: that's a lot but i i don't think that i don't think that a trump and a biden voter should be living together i mean a relationship you should be a there's there's no way that that's a happy household there's just no there's it's making the wrong pieces fit um i don't respect the right of trump people to live how they do and i I don't want to crush them but i think that they should all be miserable with each other there's no reason for any of us to giving them any sort of love or support or attention or trying to rehabilitate them. Like they need to be gross, disgusting, miserable fucking assholes on their own. So as far as How, the I, would, husband- I, I would I mean, I would divorce. Like the thing, Erica is not tied in. Like really, I am too tied into everything. And the thing I, I do love about my wife is she is not connected to all of that stuff. But if I ever catch her up on any sort of issue, if I ever explain to her what the scuttlebutt of the day is, she ultimately says, "Why not give everybody money? Yeah. Or why not give everything everyone for everything for free? Or what about all these rich assholes that have all the money? Why don't they pay to change this? Yeah. Like that. That is something I can rely on her to never say." like, we all make our own bed, or like, you know, we, we well, we gotta pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. It's like, that's not it.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's difficult for me to understand it's how... A- I mean, and that's the thing with this, is like, I, maybe what happened here is that we, with the house, at the very least, not system of a down is a whole different thing, right? Or it could also be the same thing. It's like, maybe what happens is both we're voting for Trump in that house, right? Okay. In the husband wife house. Both voted for Trump in 2016. And then he handled COVID the way he did. And the wife watched yeah. and decided she would make the switch. Because, I mean, it, at the very least, when you look at this election, we know what we're going to get from Trump on COVID, you know? And that's that. Take anything else, really? Yeah, I would. I would take anybody else at all. I would take anything to just somebody trying at all. Yeah. Period.
0: Joe Biden has so much momentum going in that we've done the miles with Trump. We've gone around the track for four years with him. We know what it's going to be like, and I do think that it's just like anything. But this would be a fucking great change of pace.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not you know i don't know what biden's gonna do i mean i just hope that like maybe for covid he gets some experts and maybe figures out a way figures out a clear roadmap out of this instead of saying like no everything's fine it's great look how cured i am yeah you know so uh yes bummer about system of a down though uh uh tanky and said, but that's how ha- so he's Armenian. He's my brother-in-law and my drummer. Is it frustrating being politically opposite to your own drummer and brother-in-law? Fuck yeah. Of course it's frustrating, he said. But that's having to do with American politics. When it comes to Armenian issues, we're on the exact same page, he added. We know what injustice is happening. We work together. We're doing different auction activities and working together on many fronts. The Armenian nation is united whether you voted for Republicans or democrat or neither but you live in the united states yeah you know
0: yeah i i um i don't i don't understand how you go and perform music with somebody like that and you don't have an understanding of what it's about
1: yeah uh so here's what Dalmayan said Okay, if you think that this is such a conservative thing, this is such this is so the illustration between us and them. If you think that Serge is the mouthpiece of the band, which he is as far as vocally, but not necessarily for ideology, then you have nowhere to go, he said. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck it. That is a dick way to answer that. Like, did you hear how Serge answered the question? This is the problem with liberals versus conservatives, right?
0: Yeah, I, um, I don't, I don't, I, that's, uh, that's a tough one.
1: Sad. It's just sad. Really? That's all. It's just system of a down. We love you. Uh, I got one more thing here. Uh, this play is entertainment tonight. Kind of. We can play, well, we're not going to play the song again. Cause this guy's not a celeb.
0: I also, yeah. I mean, I do understand what you're saying. Like the Ar- Armenian thing is, is, you know, it's very, it's, you know, a very important issue right now. Um, but also, um, I, I would think that you would take some sort of care and consideration to the oppressed people or people on the other side of history. You know, I, I feel I like, I I don't know, like the drummer should maybe think about who he's standing up for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, it would be, I wonder what kind of conversations happen between the two of them.
0: It seems like none. Yeah. Yeah. It does. That's the problem is that once again I feel like you need it needs to be one or the other. Just pick. As a fan, like I'll decide if they decide the drummer is going to be the new leader of the band and kick Serge out, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I don't think
1: that works though. Right. That's nobody the thing
0: is, about being a drummer that, though, right? You can't kick him out. But, I agree with that. But that's the thing about being conservative is that you can always guarantee your place is that even though you're unlikable and no one wants to be around you, you can demand representation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about you is productive or helpful or like a a benefit to the world, but you can demand representation. And that's what they do. Like, that's what they do is they abuse their right to representation.
1: Yeah. That's what
0: conservatives do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Brett, you hit me to something earlier in the week. Mm, Let's go a different direction here. Uh, So something I've been thinking about lately is uh, uh, sales right? I've been thinking a lot about sales and I've been thinking a lot about car sales specifically because that to me is my weakest spot really when it comes to like, when I go to buy a car, I get in there and I'm immediately intimidated by the car salesman. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so
0: you got to prep for it.
1: Yeah. So something I've been checking out lately are car sales training for beginners videos. Really? And you know what I'm trying to do? You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to be I'm trying to get the car salesman mindset, Brett. For what? To I feel like it would help me in life to have the car salesman mindset. You know, they're confident. They get what they want. Yeah. They they do whatever it takes to get the things that they need, which is to sell cars, force someone into a bad deal or yes. into, into debt. Yes. So I thought what would be a good fun thing to do for the show? It's car sales training for beginners by Tony Swedberg. Okay. From from Twitter. Uh Brett, you can see him.
0: He looks confident. He looks like an asshole. Oh I God, mean,
1: does he ever? He looks like a car salesman. Yeah. I don't know like if you can describe him here, but
0: he's got like a a, a tight fade. Chin strap beard, like and uh eyebrows manicured. Just intense, regular-looking, brown-haired male um, that is going to dominate the fuck out of you. He is. It's he confident is. Confident for no reason. Pride in everything that he didn't work for. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these type of people are... Yeah, they're tough. Sales are
1: tough, dude. And I'm they're fascinated with sales. You.
0: That's what I... with the, what the listen- bullies.
1: For, for the listeners, I'm fascinated with salespeople. Fascinated. I... I tend to feel that not enough salespeople call the call-in show on for us because do I can that. talk to
0: them all day. Yeah, we do show for people with hearts. Like sales is like you have to be like a, a heartless person.
1: <laughs> we got listeners that do sales. I know
0: we do. We
1: gotta have a ton of listeners that are into sure, sales. Sure,
0: people that like money, but like but still like it, it really takes a toll on you.
1: It is. I mean, you've done it.
0: it. There's no way to do it without like bullying somebody from time. You know, a lot of times you're, you, you are like talking to somebody that's like, Hey, I want your product and I want to do, do a deal. Let's hash out the prices and stuff. But other times you're just, somebody's like, Oh, I don't know if I want this. And you're like, I mean, this will change your life for the better. And you're just talking them into getting their credit card numbers out. And sometimes they even like, Won't do it the first time. They're like, I'm not sure I want to do this yet. And you're like, well, let's think it through. Like, I'm going to make you money. I'm going to do this, this and that. Like you, like, like I've said, I think that products should sell themselves and most of the ones that require salespeople aren't worth a goddamn because they have to pay somebody to convince you to buy it.
1: Yeah. It's cars though. When it comes, cars to aren't cars. worth it.
0: Every single deal they send. If you go to the car dealership, you get a bad deal. Every time there's no good That's deal. That's true. No one's ever never got a good deal. A good one. Yeah. You pay $10,000 more than what the fuck you signed up for.
1: Yeah. So let's check out Tony Swedberg. The thing about these things, I've watched a million of these videos. Now these guys are so aggressive. It is unsettling. It's fun to watch them, dude
0: being on the other side of it. And like, if you're, if you're somebody that likes to push boundaries and there's a person that's having like an emotional moment in front of you and you decide to puncture through that and say like getting yourself in a new Volkswagen Jetta will solve all those problems. Yeah. It's funny. It's like, also it was funny for me to be inappropriate when I did sales.
1: I I don't know man. Like these guys make me very nervous when I'm around them. And I do feel like they take over. Like they they it's like they're hitting me almost. Like just hitting me with a newspaper on the head the whole time we're right. in the situation. Every time
0: you think about not signing on the dotted line, they they redirect you.
1: Yeah. So let's let's check this guy out. This should be good.
2: Tony Swedberg here with the best car sales training. Or beginners. okay. Tony, fuck.
1: I hate this guy. He All these looks have the- this music, too. Every one of them has this exact <laughs>
0: music.
1: <laughs> I don't know why this, this is sales it's, music. This it's is free. well i know it's free but why does it all have you can also get like a free version of bad to the bone
0: because if you go to ccmixture.org, you can get like free audio free rights or whatever right the news there's so many reusable youtube clips too but they don't
1: have like guitar music or they don't have like uh, uh, something that sounds so anything that sounds different than this
0: This is some based ass sales we're about to do. Yeah.
1: Here comes Tony
0: Swedberg, baby.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome back to the channel. And today, this is going to be for beginners. I've been (laughs) talking. This looks like my
0: motherfucking assistant ass manager named Herb Wheeler that did nothing at the job except steal from them constantly. Yeah. But he also insisted that, like, he was working on his way of getting to the top. Yeah. He was always trying to give me advice on how to be assistant manager and i'm like i don't want to be assistant manager of this fucking toy store Herd. this
1: is this is every super confident guy that has five things happening in the future yes that are not quantifiable yet
0: this is your team lead that's like oh no we're just built different i mean you look at the phones you think it's a challenge i look at the phones i think it's a paycheck
2: <laughs> about a lot of stuff that excites me but sometimes, you know, you guys are new. You're commenting, "Hey, it's my first week, and I'm I'm already teaching you about like interest rates and everything like that." Oh, so this video is going to concentrate for beginners. Okay, thank and you, this is Tony, also for people who are just this video is going to concentrate for beginners.
0: Yeah, maybe you've been of selling course. cars
2: for a while, and uh, it's a reminder to you guys as well.
1: So, make sure to subscribe. Collared shirt, too. These guys you have to. These guys put on like the the, the uncomfortable, scratchy collared shirts. Like, it's like, car dealerships have the worst uniforms of all. Like, like I like a suit, but a lot of them are just guys in like a a shirt that says Kia on it, like an eyesod, but it's Kia, you know?
0: Yeah, that men's warehouse ass lifestyle where you pay $99 for two suits. Um- <laughs> yeah. It's that's gone away. Uh, you can just get away with a dress shirt. Now, when I bought my Kia, though, I talked to the guy a little bit because we were hanging out all goddamn day because we we're buying a car and he was just doing on commission. He was like an appointment setter, Oof. like he was basically just supposed to go talk to people that were interested in cars. And then once he got us ready to sign on the line, he passed us on to somebody else. So oh. he was getting paid per appointment. But oh. also going to work. He was going to a, like, he was a contractor that was also convincing us to buy a car, but not reaping any of the benefits of selling us a car. Uh, right.
1: I wonder what kind of money that is. Appointment setter is not probably great. It's a
0: write your own paycheck job, man. Any of these, hey, if you're not making money, that's your fault. Yeah. You know, we're making money here. I'm selling a, a business program, and I'm doing fine. I don't know what your problem is trying to sell cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm Tony Snedberg. Tony Swedberg. If
2: this is your first time. So as a beginner, you're going to be- <laughs> he put- just
1: gulped? As a beginner, I'll, don't cut that out.
0: He looks so country I know. He just looks like such a suburban ass motherfucking piece of shit.
1: He does. He has a nice house that's like two feet away from the house next to him. And he's always mad at the neighbor because his tree gets... Somebody told me this online the other day that they have a neighbor and a tree in their yard, our guy's yard, goes over into the other yard. Yes. And it gets leaves yeah. in the other yard. And the person said, you know, it only costs $300 to get that thing trimmed. And it's
0: like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care about the leaves. Yeah. This is like somebody that buys like a $120,000 house, 90 minutes away from their, from town. <laughs> yes. And that's like, I'm living the dream, man. It's like, you're doing three hours of commute every single day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're working 12 hours. And
0: you're Yeah. You work 12 hours and you drive three hours. Do you have a life?
1: This reminds me of the dude that was bragging about his grass to me one time. Like, I was sitting in the grass at his house, and he's like, you like that grass? (laughs) It's It's lush. It's like a
0: carpet. It's like outdoor carpet. They
1: originally brought the wrong grass, but I made them bring the right grass. So that's pretty nice, huh? It's like, I don't give a fuck about grass.
0: Yeah, the only grass I'm interested in,
2: the one you smoke. Yeah. Put outside. You know, you're going to wait for somebody to pull in, and uh, you're gonna you know talk to them and try to sell them a car, right? Yeah? Well, you need to know two things that are very two. important. Okay, here it comes.: How to sell something is by building emotion. You know, that image of what you're gonna look like in the car, and you know, maybe you're 21 buying a nice car, and you're the man
1: <laughs> buying a nice car, that image in the car and buying a nice car. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I had a nice car when I was twenty, and it got repoed.
1: Yeah, I've had a few. I had a
0: nice. I had a salesman that saw me coming from a mile away, was excited to see me, and signed me up for a, a death sentence.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know you look good in it. That's uh, w- you know how
0: nice you would look in this car.
1: You buy on emotion. You buy a car on emotion. Okay,
2: and you're gonna look like the man at school, whatever that is. That image builds emotion, which sells the vehicle. That's what people buy with is emotion, okay? So not logic, then does it have that feature? Does it have <laughs> a bunch of trunk space or price? You know, that's just, that's logic.
1: Okay? I don't I've never heard somebody argue against, like a guy like this argue against logic though. These are I, always logic guys too. Flawed logic, <laughs>
0: extremely flawed logic, but logic guys. Well, you know what I want to say? Chrome girl in the chat wrote, the feel of the wheel seals the deal. Oh, I've never right. heard that.
1: But I think boy, right. is that a right. That Chrome Girl, that's exactly right.
0: But I also think that when it comes to selling cars, man, you're not you're you are just trying to get them to take the car that you have right now. Like they're never going to like there's never enough data. There's never enough information we can have to make the right deal. It's just whether or someone is like, you can have this one right now if you just do it right yeah,
1: now. That's if how I was feel.
0: You came here. You wanted to. You're hemming and hawing. You're around here and looking. You are asking to get a car. We found one. Take it, please.
1: Right. When I get out on the lot, I never feel like the whole lot is open to me. I feel like I'm being pushed Towards a car, core. you know, yeah. a core.
2: Okay, emotion. When someone's excited, they buy. Okay, so that's one thing that you guys need to know. Okay, so we're gonna build emotion in the process, and we're gonna assume the sale. Okay, so all-
1: assume the sale. That's what them. gets Brian Quinby. That's what. That's how you sell me something. Is yeah. the assumption of the sale because I then become. I don't want a confrontation. here.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so you're there, you're driving in the car, and then this person is like, well, it's 6 right now, and 6.45, we'll be signing the paperwork for this brand new car, and then uh, we'll probably have you out here by 7.30, and you're like, go. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess.
1: Uh, uh, okay. I, I, don't,
0: I, I guess I can't do anything else except for do that. that yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get out of here. But they
0: get that. Like yeah. that, Like, doing sales, like, uh, there's... They're selling to people, there's the the people that know what's up and that that are coming in and then there is just like forcing people to buy something today. There's just like shaking a lot of people want to be shaken and just say like buy something right now. Yeah. Pick. Just pick. You want something pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All all a sale looks
2: like, and I'm gonna walk you guys through it. Okay. Is, hey guys, what brings you in today?
1: <laughs> Great. That's, <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> that is the what they always say. What brings you in today?
0: Uh well, hopefully not talking to you.
1: Yeah, please go away. I, I always run away. They always have to talk to my wife because I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm any better to talk to, you know? Like
0: you're not because you won't talk.
1: Right. I mean, if they got me and I didn't just pawn it off on my wife, then what difference does it make? Other than my wife has to deal with it, you know? But I always feel like, well, maybe my wife will be like, fuck you. you know? I'm out of here. Yeah. Maybe she'll be a hard ass. Cause I know I'm not going to be a hard ass, you know?
0: Yeah. Your wife's
2: not going to be hard. ass. Who's the car for? No. Oh, are you excited? Awesome. Walk them <laughs> over, say, yep. Our SUVs or that cars over here. You walk them over to the car and ask them a few questions. So what kind of features does your car have? So whatever features their car has, you don't want to talk about.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You ask them, ask them, but then when they say, you just kind of ignore that. We're not talking about that shit. Oh, this red one over here is nice. (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking about that shit now. No, what are you
1: doing? (laughs) You're talking about the old shit. We're talking about new shit right now. (laughs) I've moved past that already. We're going to the next part. Yeah,
0: what are you doing? God, you look so bad okay, right now. Okay, You know, they have
2: backup camera and Bluetooth. So don't bring up the backup camera and br- Bluetooth. 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 So if you bring that up, Bluetooth. then, you know, that's stuff they already have. It's not going to build emotion. Okay. You want to bring up Apple CarPlay or it has a sunroof. Maybe something that builds emotion, but don't over- Do
1: those things build emotion in people? The sunroof and the Apple CarPlay? Oh, I'm emotional. That's the other thing that's bad about me when I try to buy a car is like, I do only care about the stereo. Sure. They they get me in the car. I'm just, they're like, this thing's got a fucking 3.8 liter V6 in it. And it's just, it fucking gets this many miles to the gallon. And I'm like, how's my phone hooked up to it so I can play music real loud in it? That's what I'm thinking about right now, currently, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Sunroof. I like sunroofs, but I haven't had one in years, but I like them.
0: Well, I would say I have a moonroof right now. Okay. And Same going thing. backwards is not something I want to do.
1: Oh, so you're just like, it's either a convertible or another moonroof. Well, there just has out. to
0: be some sort of, I have to be able to see what's up there.
1: Yeah. I don't know why they're, I don't even know what the use of them is. Like I can't quite, I could never figure out why I liked having, cause we had a sunroof on our 200 SX extremely street fight car i'm just gonna let you know that car, that thing man. was a piece of shit
0: i a 240
1: you did yeah i did 200 sx i had a nissan 200 sx and it was a uh, uh boy did i spend a lot of money on that one getting it fixed uh, although people were like when i bought it they were like it's a nissan it'll run forever and i yeah. was like uh not uh, this one not if i <laughs> not if i don't take care of it
2: <laughs> so Ask them, you know, maybe what color they're looking for and say, hey guys, do you like the way this one looks? <laughs> Great. So you listen this guy's to This full
1: of first, electricity. Listen
2: to exactly what they want. Because a lot of what the times is, I'll like, you know, imagine- videos and you guys are like, oh, it's my first week and, you know, I see a lot of people are new in the business and I'm telling you like the most advanced stuff. What? Like closing deals. Because
0: and- he's offering nothing.
2: <laughs>
1: I love this guy. <laughs> see, a this- lot of people be like hey uh, uh i want to know something but i'm telling them the most advanced stuff i'm playing twelfth dimensional chess and a lot of these people aren't even playing checkers right. you know i'm fucking up here and uh, my brain works great you know yeah, if I you're know not selling them. cars it's because you don't know me right. you know tony Swedberg.
0: he's um he's really this is just so many platitudes i know and- rules it's just it makes me mad that people like this don't ever have to pay. No. Like he should pay for these lies. Yeah. <laughs> for the thousands of people that are pulling up this YouTube video that are like why won't someone take this bad deal on this car I'm trying to force on them? He deserves punishment. Right. The thing about it is is like all these videos You have to be a bad person to sell cars. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about car sales inside
1: yeah i think the thing is like i watch a lot of sales type videos and stuff like that as prep for the show sometimes just to see if there's something in them that i can find and like all the guys are like this guy yeah this is what sales is it's nasty it's just it really they feels everyone's
0: like everyone's lemmings nastiness it yeah is.
1: you're fucking the puppet master right over us you think you know?
0: everybody else is stupid and can be psychologically manipulated into into getting money from them. And the more money you extract, the more money you get. And like the grosser you get on the inside.
1: Yeah. I wish there was another, I mean, I wish we'd just get rid of cars, but uh, I wish there was another way. Yeah. It's
0: just always a bad deal. Yeah. They, they just are setting you up to go through hell. You're going to pay one and a half times for the thing that they're trying to sell you. And they're lying the entire time.
1: And whatever you want, like, Like, you're not going to get, when I walk into a dealership, I almost never walk out with the car that I wanted. No. And I never walk out with the payment I wanted. No. You know, you go in there and I'm like, I don't want to pay more than $300 and I leave and I'm paying 350, you know?
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember when we bought, when we bought the van, the guy saying something like, uh, you know, uh, Hey, Hey, we go, you know, you, you gotta buy it this weekend though, because there, there's a new rate. And I, I I did the math in front of him. I'm like, it's going to cost me four thousand extra dollars to take this rate right now. Why would I do that? Like, what are you going to do about that? And they're like, he was just like, I, I, you know, I don't know. This isn't. This is a really big deal right now. You got to take this big deal. And I'm like, I don't. You're not on my side. You're on your side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You only see
0: things like I see myself losing money in this fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. We're not on the same team here. Yeah
2: and finance stuff and you can't even make it that far so if i was to listen to you guys and read all my comments then i can make the perfect <laughs> video that oh makes sense. shut and the that's fuck. what you guys want to do you want to listen and then find the perfect car once you guys find the perfect car you guys are good i'm gonna go run and grab the keys and then you run and grab the keys can i get you guys some water bring it back <laughs>
1: This guy is going through the steps, like, really as in, like...
0: He's like, it's basketball, man. You just, you dribble. You can't, you have to dribble for every step you take. You bounce one time, and then you shoot it into the hoop, and you get two points.
2: (laughs) back hand it to him don't do a big walk around and sell him on stuff like the trunk space or how big the back yeah don't do that um you know some of that stuff doesn't it doesn't build emotion it feels what is
1: this emotion that he's He's, building he has no he he maybe doesn't have i think you were about to say he has no emotions and i
0: think that's probably true (laughs) i mean this looks like the kind of person that buys a clapboard home out in the suburbs And has like a loveless sex life. Like this guy has no passion. He's this married to somebody
1: that he, he's married to somebody that he barely loves, yes. and he just sits and plays Call of Duty Modern Warfare on his PlayStation that's 4 exactly all the I'm
0: time. Getting. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. It's like my passion is like stealing the most amount of money from people. And the more time you spend on that, the more money you get. So I've traded in everything else. Yeah. And his look, like his just generic ass cookie cutter look and like willing to to suck up to fucking management is is shining through here
2: right feels like a process and it feels like you're trying to sell them especially when you talk too much when you talk way too much they're gonna be like um yeah like i don't need all this information so
1: <laughs> that's true though he's right about that i don't ever want to hear all the information yeah, in the car never i don't care you're i right. will never you access that information again in my entire life
0: i actually you're right the more that they try to sell me stuff, it builds like this tension inside of me where I'm going to say something negative to crush everything you just said. <laughs> I'm going to say you're something like, I'm going to say something to deflate your whole fucking thing.
1: It's so funny how you're so aggressive like you're so aggressive against them and I'm just afraid of them. <laughs> I see them as people to fear. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this on a show as I see car salesmen as people to be afraid of. Because they're just, they're, they're, I see
0: them as squirrely. They're a lot. You know, I feel like there's somebody like, ugh, this is not okay I guess, to say for the history of the show, there's someone that you can treat like shit. They're the employee that you can give all the hell you've ever wanted to give. They deserve every single ounce <laughs> of it. There's somebody that I want to make their job hard. There's somebody that I hate immediately and that's not my friend. (laughs) And like, I think what like my wife is the one that falls into the deal doughy eyed and starts talking about like all this stuff. And then I step in and are like, you're trying to fuck us right now. And he's like, no, 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 my friend. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying no, I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sell you this van with too many miles on it for too many for too much money. No, no, no. I'm not trying to get you to sign this weekend. Uh, you know, I'm not no 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 I'm not. It's yeah. Like, you are though. That's yeah. all this is. Like I'm not going to exchange Christmas cards with you at the end of this. I mean you know there's money. Enemy. There's money on the line. That's what we're doing. To them. Yeah, you I, know. I'm making you money. Yeah. Like when I, like that's what I said. Like when I went and bought my van the last time, we worked out this whole thing. And then I said to him, I was like, what kind of sucker walks in the door and just pays sticker price? Like <laughs> if you're going to charge me sticker price. I'm going to go to other places and see if they'll give me less than that. You're not doing anything special for me.
1: That's nuts. (laughs) I would never say that. That would scare me to say.
0: But that's what it is. That's That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. Like I walked in here and said, I like this van and I want to buy it. And you said, I'll charge you the amount on the the price tag. And it's like, (laughs) that's not what I said. I said, I like this van. I didn't say I want to pay that much. Yeah.
2: Just super simple. Listen land them on a car, go on a test drive, and if you don't know anything about the car, oh. the car great. Just say, notice how smooth it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> I
2: like that.
0: That's good. <laughs> that's good. No, that's a good Good answer.
1: That's the thing I feel like I can learn from sales guys is like that confidence. I don't have any confidence. I have no self-confidence in this world at all. I always feel like I'm wrong. I'm not smart. I'm not good. And then like this guy is just this guy is like empty headed. He seems absolutely empty headed, but he's confident enough to just be like, if you don't know anything, just say, isn't this
0: nice? You know, you're looking at the 99 negative things and he's like. It's smooth in here though. Yeah.
1: So smooth. It doesn't feel like we're driving over any bumps we at all. Are driving
0: right now? What's yeah. going on? It's so comfortable. The, the cabin noise is minimal.
1: I hate when you go on a test drive and a, I know. they come with you.
0: I, I always want to kick them out.
1: I know. Can I it's, leave my
0: license with you or like my firstborn or like my best skateboard or something that means a lot to me because I don't want you in the car? It's like,
1: oh, you're coming? yeah
0: i want to run the guts out of this thing around the corner and see what it feels like
1: (laughs) if if you're coming i don't really want to do the test yeah yeah actually
0: if you're gonna if you're gonna join along for the test ride i'm not into this car
1: yeah no i don't think i want to do this
2: these drive really nice okay and then at the end of the sale so do you guys have any concerns about this one (laughs) okay great so if i get this one in your budget you guys will take this one right
1: uh, they never get it in your they budget, don't. though. They always get it $50 more than your budget. But you they need know? to
0: say, if I get you to stretch your budget beyond the limits of what you ever thought it could be, would you take this car right now?
1: Dude, they get me every time because I always go in and say, right? I, I always say I want to pay $300 or yeah. less, and I'd rather pay $250. And it's always three fifty. It's yeah, three fifty every like, time. My car is three hundred and fifty dollars a month yeah. right now, the one I'm driving. And it's always fifty dollars more. They yeah. always just get fifty more dollars out of me. And it's like, why can't I just be brave enough to say no and go somewhere else? Yeah, try you know? to find something. But else. then my brain, when the process is going on, is like, now I gotta sit through all this stuff again, and this is probably the best deal I'm ever gonna get you know
0: that i mean and that's also the thing about this sales stuff is that once they get you once you are on the conveyor belt it is hard to jump off yeah like i tried to do some jump offs when we bought our last car and erica was not she was like please we can't spend a whole another day doing this yeah like i'll jump off let's jump off man yeah we got him on the ropes he will call us next weekend
1: I know what we want. I'll go out by myself and do it. Let's yeah. do some jump offs.
0: Right, but let's do
1: a jump off.
0: It's not. I'll go it, with you
1: next time. I I want to go with you next time, and I'll do a jump off with you. I don't care. I got <laughs> yeah. all day. I Get got got all the to way, way there. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not what I wanted.
1: It's not like we work all day, five days a week. <laughs> right. No skit off my back to waste today, fucking around at a car dealership. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah, you can just pull in, you know, right next to your car, and then at the end, after because you guys think <laughs> that you have to do all this stuff, talk about all this different stuff to sell them. But really all you have to do is listen, land them on the right car, and then ask for the business. And now I have tons of videos for you guys. That's okay, going to so show that was the of-
1: whole lesson for yeah. beginners. Uh, uh, so I guess it's just really, you know, get them emotionally invested in getting a core and uh, then say, doesn't this drive very nice? <laughs>
0: And these platitudes never work. I remember um, there was a guy that I did sales with that would lie to get sales.
1: That's a good move, though. That's what I thought doing. That's what I thought you should do when you do sales. He
0: got rewarded handsomely for it. Yeah, (laughs) I mean that's the only
1: thing I think of when it comes. Like, what do I got to do to sell this car? Oh, you lie about it.
0: Yeah, and a lot of this stuff. Like when I did sales. After we made the sale, we never had to deal with that customer again. Yep. So if you sold them a lemon, you never had to deal with them saying, Hey, you fucked me over and screwed up my, I lost my job because of the car you sold me. And now I'm still making payments on it. You never saw them again. No. You know, like that's how sales works is that you just lie, 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 get the business, and then other people have to deal with all the problems.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's that thing of like, they sold you. They sell you something, and then you're totally insulated away from them. I use that a lot at the cable company, and that like if I didn't know how to fix the problem, I would just rig something together and then go away and hope that I never had to go back to right. that house. Cause then somebody else would have to go back after me, you know? Right. And that's like, that's something that, that like I tried to do when I worked there. And I know the car dealership this, guys are like that
0: too, you know, of course. And this is all, I mean, this is like all of these sales videos. Um, They really present this idea that anybody is able to do this. Um and what they're avoiding is saying there's like you have to be heartless like you have to be a soulless person with no blood in your fucking veins to do a lot of this stuff. It does feel like it dri- like it drove me it drove me nuts like doing collections, doing sales. You know, like everybody washes out of this stuff. The ones that make a life out of it are disgusting people.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I think that there's a way to do I think there's a way to do sales that maybe isn't super unethical and that you could probably make a good living out of it. Just like, uh, uh, just like you can grind and make a living, out of doing it, if you do it ethically and right, but I think that like most people that go into it are like, you know, you can just lie too. Like it's yeah. possible to lie. It's way easier just to
0: to tell them what they want to hear and then don't worry about the repercussions later.
1: Like I'm sure there are people that listen to the show that work in sales that don't necessarily feel bad about it or lie yeah. about it i mean i think it's direct sales more than anything which is car dealerships are sort of like direct sales too not really because it doesn't fit the term but
0: it's like anything where it is i mean that's the person that sells you the car
1: yeah anything where there's like money to be made from making sure you get out of there with the car uh uh no matter what, it's gonna lead to probably some sticky ethical situations I think. yeah yeah
0: i mean you just it's like it's like if you make the decision to not like pressure someone into signing on the dotted line you get in trouble so then they just they they sift through all the applicants to find the person that's willing to push somebody beyond their better judgment to get into a car loan because then they get numbers on the deal, uh, calendar and they get a, a free hoagie at the end of the month.
1: I mean, shit. Also, it's like they sit there, they sit with you for eight hours. They, they want to get that or yeah. four or five hours. Like they don't want to lose the sale either. Cause they could have been selling to somebody else, you know? Right. But like, ugh. I don't know. That kind of stuff freaks me. Like I, I am bad around salespeople. So I'm fascinated around, it. I don't even set it, up a point. I would never set up a Cutco knives or sales
0: appointment at my house. Cause I know I'd buy it. It's something that, I mean, I hate, honestly, it's, it's one of those circumstances that I absolutely hate. Um, I, I compete and work within the world that's presented to me. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think that car ownership should be done like this. Like it, it seems we're, we're making up positions to get people transportation uh, and it's stupid. And I don't think that banks should be making money off of it. And I don't think it's efficient or effective. It doesn't represent the future that we need. And it was only made as a cynical scheme to get money out of people. And uh, it's not the way moving forward.
1: Hell yeah. Well, that's the show is it that's it
0: that's true we did it all baby hope you appreciate it uh we'll be back on sunday we're taking your calls 9 p.m to midnight eastern standard time if you got something to say we want to hear from you um please uh consider subscribing on patreon even if you don't listen to any of the content if you just like us doing our free podcast we really need uh some people to chip in on that monthly subscription uh on patreon and if you do i mean we're doing the most content of anybody out there we got a zine we got video content we got extra audio so many things going on on the patreon so head to patreon.com street fight radio you can get in there and uh and get access to more stuff and what we do uh we appreciate all that you give us and the support and love and messages and everything you can find us on social media of course we're there and available we're street fight wcrs on all of that and uh we'll see you on sunday peace